the Woe to Go podcast with me, Karen A.D., helping you transition through those bumpy woe moments when life has been completely disrupted into a flourishing new chapter. Let's go. It was as though I was sitting at the bottom of a deep, dark hole and I could see the light way up there, but I felt like I couldn't get myself out of it. I really, really hated what depression did to me and the way it made me think and the way it weaseled its way into my days and nights. If you've been there or someone you love is there right now, I really, really want you to know it's always darkest before the dawn. Take courage. You will get through this. People overcome depression all the time. It won't be like this forever. Please remember that you cannot diagnose or treat your specific condition off a podcast. If you or someone that you love is experiencing the symptoms of depression, there is help available. Start by reaching out to your doctor and talk to a counsellor. And it's really important to mention, if you or someone that you love has been making comments about wishing they would go to sleep and not wake up, or other comments hinting at wanting to end their life, then my friend, please do not ignore it. It's time to call in reinforcements and get help. I'll be talking about depression in this podcast episode, so please do what you need to do to look after yourself. I'm blue, ba-da-dee, ba-da-da. Remember that song? I'm here to tell you that, no, you're not. You're not blue. You're you. I'm depressed, I hear people say all the time. And respectfully, I say to them, no, you're not. You are you, and depression does stuff to you. There's a difference between feeling a bit sad and feeling a bit depressed. It's like this. If you're feeling sad, the sun will come out tomorrow, or at the very least, next week. But if you're depressed, the sun isn't coming out tomorrow or the next day or the next day or the next. In fact, there's a 100% chance of grey clouds and rain indefinitely. You are literally stuck in the seemingly never-ending black hole of bad weather. It looks grim and with very little relief in sight. Depression does terrible things to people. It can steal your joy, snuff out your spark, and wipe out your motivation. Did you catch that? Depression does this. Not you. You are not depressed. Rather, you may be experiencing the symptoms of depression, but it is not who you are. It's not your identity. It's it. Depression. It's normal to feel down sometimes, right? It's not possible to be up all the time. That's just not natural. People who are up all the time 
who don't allow you to talk about anything that is sad or hard are practicing avoidance. And really, they're smack bang in that river in Africa that I've talked about before, you know, denial. I'll be talking about this sort of toxic positivity in an upcoming podcast episode. But there is a huge difference between feeling sad or a bit down and feeling depressed. Depression is a very serious mood disorder that casts a shadow over how you think, how you feel, and your relationships, and how you look at the world. Depression might look different in different people, but we know from the Australian Bureau of Statistics that one in five women and one in eight men will suffer from depression at some point in their lives. So if depression had a face, what would it look like to you? If depression had a voice, what would it sound like or say to you? And how does depression trick you or rob you? The shadow of depression could look like these things. It could look like feeling down or sad or hopeless or worthless or empty most of the time. It could look like feeling frustrated irritated or angry. It could look like feeling pessimistic and negative most of the time. It could look like feeling exhausted all the time, like you could just sleep for days. It could look like having trouble getting to sleep or staying asleep. It could look like having trouble getting out of bed. It's like you can't make your body move because it's almost like it's being weighed down by some sort of heavy weight or load. It can look like not being interested in the things that you used to enjoy, the activities you used to do for fun. It can look like feeling unmotivated. It could look like not feeling any joy. It sort of doesn't touch you inside. It could look like feeling numb or kind of like you're living on autopilot. It could look like losing your appetite and as a result losing a a really significant amount of weight. Or the opposite, it could look like overeating and gaining an excessive amount of weight. It could look like suffering from aches and pains such as persistent headaches, tension in your neck or pains in your tummy. It could look like having trouble making decisions or remembering details. It could look like feeling like you can't think clearly, uh, that you struggle to concentrate, or like it all feels totally impossible. It could look like having dark thoughts, you know, suicidal thoughts. And if you do, someone else needs to know about that. This is a shadow that I have experienced personally in my life. For a time, depression stole my joy, and I felt hopeless and like everything in my life was grey. All the colours were muted, which for an artist is not a great place to be. I still don't like grey much, to tell you the truth. It was as though I was sitting at the bottom of a deep, dark hole and I could see the light way up there, but I felt like I couldn't get myself out of it. I really, really hated what depression did to me and the way it made me think, and the way it weaseled its way into my days and nights. If you've been there, or someone you love is there right now, 
I really, really want you to know it's always darkest before the dawn. Take courage. You will get through this. People overcome depression all the time. It won't be like this forever. Sometimes it can start with the small things though. Because we know from little things, big things grow, right? There are some things that you might be doing that could be making things worse. So let's put a spotlight on that for a bit. Let's zoom in and take a look at the choices and the habits that you're making. I'm not sure if this is for you, but if you're willing to try some small changes, you might start to feel better. And when you start to feel better, you might feel like a little crack open up that lets a bit of hope in. So here are some small things that you could try so that you can take some control back from depression. Number one, move your body. Depression can make it tricky to do any activity, but a short 20-minute walk outside as little as three times a week will really help kick depression's butt. You can start small. You don't have to go go for big walks straight away. Starting is half done. The second thing you can do is protect your sleep. See, depression often messes up your sleep patterns, which can then trigger depression more. It's like a cycle. But if you can try and keep your sleep awake times in a consistent routine, it can help. You can start by turning off all your electronics a couple of hours before bed and keeping screens out of the bedroom can help too. Also, getting regular exercise during the day can help tire you out, so it can actually help with your sleep. I've helped people put together a preparing for bed routine several times, and some of the things that have worked for them are things like avoiding caffeinated drinks after a certain time, having a shower or a soak to wash the day away, and things like turning the lights down low or burning a candle to ready themselves for bed. Number three, spend time with the people that you turn to for support, your friends and or your family. Depression often makes you feel embarrassed or overwhelmed at the thought of reaching out, but do it anyway. The research shows that support from those close to you, those who help you to safely work through your thoughts and feelings can really help you cope and build resilience. That connection you have with people who care is really important. Number four, eat healthy food. Depression often changes your eating habits, whether that be that extreme loss of appetite that I mentioned earlier, or an increase in appetite. Most people who are feeling down reach for high processed foods, refined grains or sugary comfort foods, which studies have shown can actually increase depression. It can really help to track what you eat and when you eat and your appetite. There are lots of ways to do this. You can write it down. You can record it in an app. But writing down what you're eating, when you're eating, you know, what you notice about your appetite and how the food you're eating makes you feel will give you a really good idea of what's going on for you. And from there, you can start sort of swapping the food that makes you feel really crappy for healthier choices. And you will notice a difference. The fifth one, make a simple plan. 
Depression likes to seduce you into doing the bare minimum. It's kind of a catch-22 situation. The last thing that you feel like doing is getting out of the house, right? But the more that you shower and dress or go to the gym or meet up for a couple with a friend or go for a walk with the dog or dig in the garden or watch the sunset, whatever feels achievable to you, the more you do that stuff, the more your mood will lift. So these are just a handful of little changes that you can make to open up those cracks, to let a little bit of hope seep in and help you take back some ground from depression. For those of you who want to dig a bit deeper, here are some journal prompts for you. Number one, what does depression do to you or someone you love? Number two, what small change could you try? Number three, what's stopping you? Number four, describe what it would be like if depression had no power over you. Really take the time to write that one out. And please, if you or someone you love is experiencing the symptoms of depression, you don't have to suffer in silence. I strongly encourage you to reach out to a qualified healthcare professional, someone like your doctor or a counsellor, or get in touch with the many awesome services that are available 24-7 such as Lifeline or Beyond Blue. Beating depression and taking back some control can take a bit of effort on your part. But you can do this. You can kick depression's butt. Please take care of you. You're the only you that we've got. That brings us to the end of this Woe to Go episode. Thank you so much for being here. You are awesome. Hey, if you're open-minded... I would love to know what your takeaways from today were. Tag me or DM me on Instagram at The Counselling Studio. That's counselling with two L's. Until next time, remember, you absolutely can shift your woe moments into stepping stones towards a flourishing new chapter.